2: and founder of LA Street Art Gallery, James Chen of.
0: Make now, podcast episode 181. What's up, bro?
1: Yeah, right as soon as the airplane takes off, here we go. <laughs> you hear that?
0: Barely, barely.
1: Okay, that's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, wonderful. We're in a we're kind of in uh a, a war now, you know? Like oh. Russia's invaded Ukraine and uh or at least eastern Ukraine, the independent parts or whatever the hell is going on. Well, uh he's uh
0: he sent in the troops, he right to <laughs> it's yeah. really interesting. And Joe said,
1: you know Yeah, we're not gonna have that talk now. Fuck you. So economic sanctions are, are in place and um yeah, what a wonderful world I brought my children into. You know, I mean, you that's, know when you have someone like me, when I'm looking at it, it's like, God, man, if I were my kids, I'd be like, why the hell do you want to bring us into this? You know,
0: well, I don't in know. What Did
1: you think this was going to be you wouldn't want to raise children in?
0: Well, I don't know, man. Like, think about this. Okay. Like, well, first of all, coronavirus
1: w- pandemic, you know, now we got fucking Vladimir Ray to start wars and shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, look, look, look at the bright. Well, I mean, I would. Speaking of uh, Ukraine, I was supposed to go to Kiev one year, right? And then the, that was when the war started, actually, and Good I couldn't, grief, dude. and I couldn't uh, go. I was supposed to DJ in uh, this one event in the Crimea, actually, in the Black Sea. Oh my god! <laughs> and then it got taken over, man. So like it to me, it's actually like,
1: well, dude, we were just over in Hungary. Hungary is right next to Ukraine.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. in the film. But but think so- about. Think about this. I don't this, think man.
1: we'll be going to do a premiere there anytime soon.
0: <laughs> when we'll I was back when to I was,
1: Budapest and just be like, and just kind of flaring, don't hit us, we're friendly. Yeah. Oh.
0: I mean, yeah, seriously, right? But you know, when I was a kid, when I was being born, it was the Cold War. the USSR and the US had missiles, you know, locked in place at each other. It, it, you know, so it was a totally different world, man. And um, uh, you know, we're still here, so I have faith. You know, and the World, that maybe we can get through this, but um, you know, just try not to pay attention to the news, dude. After the much.
1: pandemic, I, I really don't have any expectations. I do hope for the best, you know, um, but <clears throat> I'm prepared for you know, uh, I guess the worst, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, hoping let's... for the
1: best, though. Hoping for the best.
0: Did you uh have some new art lately that you put up that you wanted to share? <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's a good change of subject bro thank you <laughs> pull us out of that downfall. um well i just put the uh put the baseballs up on uh, on instagram in the last couple of days um but uh yeah actually you know what's funny is i did a piece where i had uh the uh the pitbull uh peace dog with um the uh soldiers like on each side with their guns ready to go and um the day that i posted that there you go yeah that's it um it, it uh was the day that they actually told people that they were pulling some troops back you know so for a fleeting moment i was like wow <laughs> you know maybe they caught those peaceful vibes and you know it's this is you know helping them to to be more peaceful yeah right so that uh <laughs> that turned out to be a bunch of bullshit they actually moved more troops in but um yeah, so that was that was the last street piece that I did, but um, yeah, I, I posted the uh, the baseballs uh, last couple of days.
0: Yeah, they look real great, man. I I really did. like. I said I've always dug the concept because you know what I, I was thinking about this, and you know we we always kind of like go through your whole process of telling your story as an artist. Um, you know, from the Pentagon, from the from the. Uh, uh, spraying t-shirts to the pentagon to becoming a street artist you, you know what i mean i was thinking like and then it, at the end of the day you've always been focused on public art and then like just outside art that's on the on the outside right you know for people to see so i mean i always love this concept of the baseballs because it's like just adding on to that same concept and conceptually it's just like really nice you know what i mean nobody i've ever seen has like been drawn on baseballs and baseballs are meant to be thrown outside right so uh you know, I always, I, really, I really love this content. Maybe I'm thinking too much into it. You, you know what I mean? But like, I hey, feel like
1: you know what. Hopefully, someone with a lot of money thinks the same way and feels the same way and wants to buy them. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, exactly, man. But uh, but yeah, I think you know. Oh, my weekend. So maybe is- I'll make an NFT of it. You know what I mean? Hey, I like that idea. We'll we'll kind of see. You know, we're working on a few things, right, Teach? I mean, uh, I'm trying to understand the marketplace, not so much working on it. That's teacher. what I'm trying to do is just trying to
1: get a better understanding of the whole NFT thing um, and where it's going and how to actually, you know, if you're going to do an NFT, which I have not done one yet, um, you know, uh, what's the right way to do it? You know, yeah. what's the best way to do it? What's the way you're going to get not only you're going to get the best out of it, but your client is going to get the best out of it as well, you know? Yeah. Um, so we're, we're in the process of finding that out. You told me you found out some stuff.
0: Yeah, you know, I just talked to Sellout a little bit about uh, his NFT project. I mean, I, I know he sold quite a few, um, you know, in this first round NFT Mint. And, uh, you know, he did it all himself. So I wanted... I gave. Wait, him what do call. you mean he
1: did it all himself?
0: Like he just signed up for an OpenSea account. And then he, uh, a what an open sea, you know, open sea, it's like the uh Amazon for NFTs, basically, right? And then, no, you know, I don't,
1: but okay,
0: <laughs> we, t- we talked about it a few times on, on this on this podcast. I didn't having, pull
1: it in, I didn't retain <laughs> it, you didn't
0: retain it, okay, okay, no,
1: <laughs> open sea,
0: yeah. So basically, I mean, you know, I'm not gonna get into the how deep into it, but basically, you know, he minted on the polygon network okay
1: <laughs> okay yeah so, i don't know what the fuck that is either but okay. yeah it sounds like you it. know
0: they, they take a small fee whenever it's it's sold as well too so they kind of collect a royalty as well too so you know so, them,
1: you know sure. you know like i said at the end everyone's got to make their money
0: yeah if we're gonna do something like this we want to make sure that it's not a money grab it does because for me that's like the most important thing we want to authentic artists you know what i mean like of course no problem to like you know people want to make money good for you <clears throat> you know what i mean but in terms of like what we want to do here at la street art gallery is preserve the history and we have 10 years of um you know pictures of la street art that basically has been forgotten in a sense and you know for We're street destroyed. art, most
1: of it's been destroyed
0: yeah exactly and street art is actually a great way to uh, sorry, NFT is actually a great way to preserve street art. So, I mean, I've been approached by a few people here and there to, you know, to do this project. I'm like, well, you know, we got to we gotta make sure people are on board and, you know, everything seems the right way. But it, I got to say, if an organization that's been preserving street art um, and taking pictures of it for uh, or, you know, p- promoting it for so long, it does seem a little bit more legitimate than an artist like just trying to um sell his old pictures uh, of the himself right you know what i mean so like there's that there that's what i mean
1: dude like I, i don't know if it's if it's something where you you know give some images you hand them off you email the images in or something like that and they do everything for you and you know send you the information you need in order to market them um but yeah i would think that if i saw something like la street art gallery um and they were selling nfts uh that would be pretty legitimate sounding i would think
0: yeah, see, like for example, I was thinking about how the NBA has NBA hotshot NFTs. Okay. I don't know how much the price went up or not, but basically it's like you can click on it and then it'll show you the video clip of LeBron's doing the slam dunk, you know. Um, you know, it would just seem a lot more, even if LeBron was to sell his own NFTs, which I, I think he could, right? I mean, it just seems more <laughs> official if the NBA was doing it, right? It, you, you know, so so that's kind of like where we're coming from. But Again, we want to make sure that this is just like uh, it will be valuable in the future and also be uh, palatable to the traditional art market people because this is a whole separate audience, right? You, you know what I mean? We want to make sure. Well, that's one of the good things
1: about it. One of the things I actually am kind of maybe looking forward to a little bit is reaching more people, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. But, I you know, I saw our friend Plastic Jesus actually had um, somebody use his art to sell at, on sea as an NFT, you, you know what I mean? So there's a lot of that going You know on. what, by
1: the way, he's got a new kid. It's like, what, I guess maybe four weeks old now? Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, Did you see that? Yeah. Well, you know, um, congratulations uh, to our buddy, Placid Jesus. Cheers,
1: PJ. Great great work, buddy. Your, your best masterpiece
0: so far. <laughs> we miss you. We hope you uh, come on the podcast sometime. Um, oh, yeah. We
1: got to have him on again now that he's got the, uh, now he's got a kid yeah it's like welcome to my world
0: <laughs> you just had the one huh just the one i got two <laughs> well i see our guests inside the uh waiting room and i don't want to let them uh, let him wait too long man so yeah, uh hell no man um you know we want to welcome jacob root basically he's an artist from new zealand um yeah let's go ahead and talk to him he just moved to la let's hear it. let's let's talk to jacob jacob how's it going good good how are you good good man sorry to keep you waiting we were having a little nft discussion and uh, we got a little bit carried away man so uh, actually we were
1: getting carried away before the nft discussion getting kind of bummed out about you know what's going on with russia and ukraine and everything and then, then we pulled out we pulled out of that and shot up towards the the nft discussion so let's just keep away from the russian Ukraine, you know you ukraine discussion let's yeah. keep it light and uh you know and artistic but uh dude thanks for joining us today
2: man where are you uh i'm in hollywood at the moment so oh okay nice, man yeah and- i've got an apartment here for the next three months so- oh, so- dude yeah
0: nice how That's so, nice. so how- when did you uh when did you arrive in um california uh monday last week so Ooh. what yeah
2: oh no one look at the smile he's got on he's like <laughs> sparkling and everything too man you can tell Oh no, uh, man! Well, welcome,
1: welcome to uh, to L.A., man. It's nice to have you here.
2: Stuck to be here. It's such a cool city, you know. Dude, you
1: look like you could be my son. How old are
2: you? Uh 22.
1: Recently. Well, yeah, you could be my son, dude. I'm 52. So, um <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, dude, welcome to L.A. Man. Awesome to have some young blood, man. Yeah, you know? no, it's yeah. awesome because you know we've been kind of chatting online for a little bit, and I know that you you were coming uh to L.A. and then you wanted to kind of like. Just find somewhere to paint, and uh, you know, also just get introduced to the community, man. So we wanted to have you oh, on. Wait, the- where,
1: where in uh, where in New Zealand are you from?
2: I'm from Christchurch, so it's down the middle of the South Island. Okay,
1: yeah. Thanks. Now, <laughs> um, you know, I, I sometimes have problems telling the difference between you guys and, and the Australians. Yeah. Um, and I
2: guess you guys are kind of close to each other, right? Yeah, I think. To the closest part of Australia, it's probably a three and a half hour flight or a four hour flight, something like that. So it's not. Now, fun. can you tell the
1: difference? Like, if you're talking to someone from Australia, can you tell the difference? Yeah, definitely. Yeah,
2: big time. Oh my god! Because <laughs> well, got- I can by-
1: just, I can never tell, man. That yeah. and then the South Africans, you know, the, yeah. the white South African people that that speak with that kind of accent, man, I can get. You I got off- to be honest, I get all you guys mixed up and everything, but I love it. It's a wonderful sounding accent, man. It's hard to dislike someone who's speaking so wonderfully. <laughs> Are you just naming
0: off uh, British Commonwealth Islands? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> areas. I'm just saying, but they, I mean, I guess they do kind of, uh, kind of similar for me. I always know that, you know, uh, New Zealanders, they go by their Kiwis. Right. Is that, is that correct? yeah if we go by kiwis and then
2: australians goes wallabies and what's that different? spring south africa's
0: Springboks. <laughs> and those aren't offensive terms or anything like that right nice. It's
2: native animal and then yeah that's kind of what the rugby teams are based on so everybody's causing that
0: nice 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 and, and i know that uh i always just remember that new zealand people when they say hello it sounds like hello y- <laughs> yeah. y- y- you know what i mean so that's my uh extent of knowledge of the New Zealand <laughs> I've, I've got a little bit more knowledge
1: of them and this is just because of the UFC and um Robert Whitaker and, and some of the other guys from New Zealand that man when they're getting ready to fight they they, they show their tongues like
2: Gah! yeah we got, we get, we've got the Haka and all that So if you've ever watched the All Blacks game before they always do the Haka beforehand and yeah, yes the, the All Blacks in, yeah that's an exactly. indigenous
0: culture kind of like uh, yeah. uh Maori Mari is okay. That's the indigenous tribes and things like that, right? So they kind of like have a war dance to kind of prep for that, right? Yeah, Yeah, that's real interesting, man. I mean, like, because in is there like a large separation between like indigenous people and like kind of like the prison colony people, (laughs) I I guess. I mean, that later came on, or they kind of like they get along pretty Um, well. Everyone's kind of, yeah, at the moment, everybody
2: kind of gets along quite well. There's definitely still things that. Fuck each other off, like that people deserve different things and stuff like that. But um, believe me, we're, uh, we're well uh, accustomed to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that Here happens. in America. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well anyway. dude, when did, um, uh, when did you start getting interested in artwork? Um, I've always been into it since a young age, like the graphic design side. And I used to spray paint my skateboard decks because I'd go and buy a blank, blank deck and have a go at like, stenciling something on. And then I actually came here on a family holiday when I was 17 and got really intrigued by all the street art and stuff around, just like how much of it there is here. And when I got home, I just decided, yeah, I'm going to keep having a go at this. and put all You my came stuff. to LA when you, were, when you were 17? Yeah, I came here for a family holiday and then saw all the stuff out in Venice and just kind of went hand in hand with what I was into, like skateboarding, photography, graphic design.
0: Just, just to clarify for the audience, man, he said his skateboard deck, not his dick. As you say, he's talking yeah, about yeah. spray painting. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not careful,
1: <laughs> James. We got a youngster with us. You know what I mean? People might get, you know, what I mean, yeah. gotta be really careful playing, these man. days.
0: Americans, you <laughs> love we fucking love accents, man. Like, cause it's like you know, and it's always weird you know or we love it when we especially you know when we hear other types of english man it's not just like the fobby chinese accent or anything like that <laughs> you know it's what like, i mean I'm
2: to some of the shops and stuff here and some people like understand me easily as and then some people just look at me like i'm speaking a whole different language
0: <laughs> yeah i can see that yeah. absolutely so, yeah. so you said you went to venice in the past have you went this time around I, i'm just i haven't gone yet but i came like
2: Again, solo when I was 19. So I came here and did some more paintings and stuff like that. And, oh, um, shit. But yeah, spent a lot of time out in Venice, which was cool. Yeah, did That's you cool. do any,
1: what kind of artwork did you do
2: in New Zealand? What's that? Okay, did you do any, did you do any, um any artwork in the streets in New Zealand? Yeah, yeah. I've done quite a lot of murals and stuff all around New Zealand. Then um, I've done two solo shows, a few different group shows. And then, nice. yeah. yeah, it's quite fun. So now I'm kind of just, I am trying to find my next niche, I guess. Like, I, I thought but a bit of travel. That's what experience. you're
1: supposed to do, doing exactly what you're supposed to do. Did, um, did you ever get any problems with, uh, with the law when you were doing artwork in, uh, in the streets in New Zealand?
2: No. Like, did you ever
1: do things you weren't supposed to do and maybe the cops gave you a hard time?
2: It was actually quite ideal because i made my Instagram as soon as I started painting and then people ended up just messaging me saying, we'll pay you to paint this. So it was never really illegal work which was quite handy. So I haven't really been in trouble for it yet. So but it's was- such a nice fella. Look at this kid, man.
1: Would think, get- think
0: about this. I mean, look at this. Teach when when <laughs> Look at was- that
1: smile too. I mean, good grief. You kind of roll up when <laughs> you start smiling like that and talking like that. He's going to be like, oh, dude, don't worry about yeah. it. What you- uh, <laughs> Go
0: very, on. <laughs> very handsome dude, man. I got to say it, man. Um, Jacob, like, you know, it's interesting because like for us, Instagram is this thing that kind of came along. But for you, I mean, when Instagram started, you were like, fucking 12 dude you, yeah you know? I <laughs> just before you, you know what i mean yeah. like exactly so so it's like it's always such a, a good point yeah it's always really interesting to me because it's like you have this advantage of being able to actually use your social media to be social to reach out to the world to yeah, talk yeah. to people uh around are you internet. on tiktok no nah, well
2: i've downloaded what? It, but it's just kind of set there i've I've always thought of it just like I don't really want to see people dancing and doing like weird shit, but apparently there's actually pretty cool stuff on this, so I might have to. Yeah,
0: I mean, you know, artists, they visual artists, a lot of times for sure they're gonna have uh, Instagram. You know, that's gonna yeah, be their, exactly. their their main base because TikTok. Well, I think you find a cool way
1: of showing, you know, part of your process.
0: Yeah, you know, especially if you can that's put true. it to
1: some music or something like that. Yeah, that is gonna help you do even better here, especially here in LA yeah
2: no i can say that there's a lot of people that really care about all of that stuff yeah but just caught you know i'm not much. on
1: tiktok i never will be i can't i mean like if my kids
2: my kids are on tiktok <laughs> um
1: they're 11 and a half years old um and you know if if they get uh, if it gets to a point where it is you know appropriate maybe i'll have them do a thing for me on tiktok mm-hmm. you know what i mean but me personally instagram is where i drew the line i really? was like because then after instagram snapchat came up all this and i was like you know what i'm sorry uh, you're lucky all, that i went from facebook to instagram and, and and on here at all okay it would be so easy for me to walk away from this fucking shit um but uh you know as an artist it's kind of like a portfolio for me instagram really
0: you know i think first of all snapchat is just for you know people to send naked pictures to each other i think right that's what everybody <laughs> uses before i think right and second of all i feel like tiktok is like the minor leagues of social media, you know what I mean? Like Instagram is like the major leagues, man. It's like, if it is really, really good, man, somebody's gonna screen copy it and put it on uh, Instagram reels, you know what I mean? So therefore I don't have enough time to deal with TikTok, man. Like, you know know what I mean? Like I'm not into watching people dance. Everybody tells me, dude, you gotta put your music to people dancing, bro. Like that's how you're gonna get your music out, man. I'm like, look, man, if somebody wants to dance to my music, I've I've made actually about $10 from TikTok of people (laughs) using my music. On their social media in the past, you know, I mean, so I'm happy for all that, but I can't deal with, uh, you know, another social media just like you guys, you know. Jacob, what do you think about the
2: NFTs? I actually think it's quite cool. At first, I was a bit uh, hesitant on the whole idea because I thought it was kind of taking the piss out of people that really paint and stuff like that. That was my first idea, but now that I can see, there's actually a whole lot of room to wiggle, and I don't know, it's just another niche I guess another niche that you can throw up. Media. It's another type of media, I would call it, you
1: know. And um, you know, I, I was the same, you know, I was kind of like, what the fuck is this shit? Another grift? You know, the culture vultures are found another grift. Yeah. Um, but you know, when you look at uh the way natural disasters are becoming more and more uh prevalent, um, you know, uh it's a way of having a portfolio of artwork that can never get destroyed. So um that's, that's one of the main things that's really kind of brought me around to it. And, um, you know, but it's, you know, James and I were just talking about this before uh, you came on, you know, uh, about doing it the right way. You know, if I'm going to, if I'm going to do it, I haven't done one yet. Um, I want it to be reputable. I want it to be, you know, good for my client as well as myself, you know, Um, and we're going to be figuring that out and probably doing some uh, LA street art gallery NFTs, um relatively soon so um if you're interested uh you know talk to that guy right there not me because i'm the old fuck here a lot
0: of a lot of people are talking to me about him man and i I, like i said we just want to make sure if it's done right it's done tastefully it's not done like a money grab right and then that they have opportunity of going up in value aside from you know, good luck, right? People just release yeah. them and they're just like, hey, it's going to be worth something because, uh, you, you know what I mean? So, you know, at the end of the day, I think it's about merging the customers who are in the traditional art market and also in the NFT market because yeah. these are two completely separate um, mar- art marketplaces. And, um, you know, the, the old money art market doesn't want to invest money into these NFTs because it technically yeah. kind of takes away from their the value <clears throat> of uh, traditional art, you, you know what I mean? Because it's Like, hey, if they legitimize these pieces that are worth hundreds of thousands of dollars, and you know, even somebody bought a port ape for a million dollars, I mean, like, it's just like for all the reasons that teacher said, and uh, you know, it's just that, but I agree, it's just kind of like the hot, trendy uh thing at the moment, and um, I think it's like, uh, you know, I can't blame people for trying to make a buck either, I'm happy for those people, right? But um, you know, we'll see what happens, man. Like, I feel That's like the, well, the,
1: the other problem is also, you know, if you going to accept um, cryptocurrency for your NFTs. Yeah. You know which cryptocurrency do you accept, and you know what the hell's uh, going on with that shit?
2: How long is that gonna like stay at its highest point and all that? Like, it's, yeah.
1: What do you think about cryptocurrency?
2: I've tried a little bit of it, but it's just never, it hasn't really crossed my mind too much of trying to just nail into it
0: because I feel like I, I feel like you're a pretty traditional guy for being a pretty young guy, man. Is that like a, <laughs> I a don't know? Bit- i well, know, been... focus on what i'm doing and if there's like there's, i'll
2: obviously put my toes in different areas but if it doesn't really click so what... with me straight away i'll just be like fuck it carry on the way <laughs>
0: <laughs> i feel you so who, who are your influences man i mean like i'm taking a look at your stuff and you know i mean obviously like you're a relatively young artist so i'm just wondering like you know we always like to hear like you here... kick his feet up on here i'm about to right now yeah um but but yeah tell me about uh some of your tell us about some of your influences man
2: I've always liked, like, obviously, Jean-Michel Basquiat and things like that. Like, I've always found their ways of doing things interesting. Um, Tristan Eaton, Alec Monopoly. Mm. Um, I just kind of like their pop style. So that nice. always connected with me when I was first starting out. Um, and then, obviously, like, Shepard Fairy with the stencils and stuff that always kind of worked. And teacher as well because when the first time i came here when i was 17 saw all of your work which was pretty cool
0: holy shit wow man thanks <laughs> there you go Dude, that's that's cool man you, you know what i mean i noticed you do a lot of portraits too and teacher does a lot you know i would say that he's done some probably more portraits than anybody in terms of stencil work too many <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what i mean i, I see I, them in my
1: dreams now. <laughs>
0: It's cool (laughs) that LA artists have influenced you so much, man. I mean, how's the scene in New Zealand? Do you have, like, a group of friends that you paint with or, um, Uh, you know, an area that you go to to paint and stuff like that?
2: Not really like that. Like, there'll be the odd gallery show and stuff where all the artists catch up together, and we'll do, like, a whole lot of fundraising-type shows sometimes as well, which is quite cool, so it brings everybody together. But I'm definitely a whole lot younger than most of the crowd, and most people kind of find their... Artwork. you know it's
1: interesting i'm sorry i gotta interrupt for a second that us artists are always doing fundraising um yeah. art shows you yeah. know for these good causes and stuff like that when seriously the artists <laughs> are the ones that really need the funds probably yeah. more than these uh these special causes that they're raising funds for yes yeah, um, very nice of you though. very considerate
2: yeah no it's quite cool it's a definitely a good feeling doing that for like ronald mcdonald house and stuff like that which is kind of cool that's a cool cause so. absolutely are yeah. there a lot
0: of people like painting boxes like this? Because this is fucking beautiful, first of all, man. Like, just like I noticed, like you know, you're bringing wow, that. Back. Okay,
1: just uh, how long did it take you to do that box, dude?
0: Uh I think
2: that was like three hours. That was nice. That's after I got back from here, and I was all fucking grumpy because I'd come from real hot weather here to our winter, and I was all like, "Fuck, I need to go paint something." So I walked down the street and found that box and just painted it. Dude,
1: that's beautiful!
2: Wow. Yeah, man. Yeah. Who, who is that, by the way? Uh, it's, I usually just use unknown models off of shutterstocks that I can, there's more, I don't know, like people, if I painted Kanye West, they've got their instant idea, like, "I oh, fuck that guy, or I love that guy. I'd, I'd rather paint I like, like that. Him. That's very clever. Yeah, I kind of like that. I was going like. to say it looks a little
1: bit like Megan Fox, but um, but not quite. So that's yeah. cool. I like that.
2: It's quite cool. My last solo show, I did it, the whole show of, I think it's nearly 20 pieces, um, all unknown people, and the amount of different viewers at the gallery show walk woke up. To That's definitely like so-and-so. That's definitely so-and-so. It's like, yeah, whatever you think, just
0: take it in the message rather than the person. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, man. Nice, I like that. So when you came over here first time, you're seven uh, when you were um, 17, man, like, who did you, uh, like, who, you know, obviously you have some network here already. I, I, I well, I came,
2: when I was 17, I came here with my parents. When I was 19, I came alone. Um, again, met up with like, Art Lord and, yeah, uh, Meg Annie. So she helped me out getting into the fame yard and then... Good old Meg. Love that yeah. girl, man. Yeah, that's cool. So, um, yeah, and then just kind of from there, as soon as you start painting something in the street you have more people come up to you and stuff like that. And it just kind of networks itself. But this time I did a whole lot of organizing before coming here.
0: Hey man, I love that because nice. uh, you're taking initiative yourself, man. Like you know, I, like you said, the first time you came with into parents, you got inspired. The next time when you came by yourself, you're like, "Hey man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna meet some people." And I really, how do
2: your your parents feel about it? I think it's pretty cool. I, like, I really like the fact that just doing something different. At first, yeah. it was a bit of shock, but now it's like, "Fuck yeah, They're cool. They're do, man. do you have siblings? Nice, only uh, child.
0: Okay, and then um, w- were you like, w- we kind of like skipped over that part did you start art at home I mean like like when you're a kid like- yeah it kind of I'd always been into
2: just like drawing random stuff when I was really little but never kind of did art classes or anything like that at school just I think I, you had to do it in uh, year nine year 10 so first couple of years of high school and just getting told to draw Picasso and uh, Monet and things like that just really wasn't for me So I just thought I instantly had it up. That was just my idea. What kind of mediums did you have to work with, like, in high school, junior high or whatever? It was, like, just shitty acrylic paints and then crayons, like, just real average stuff. There was no spray paint or anything like that. So, yeah, it was never.
0: What about, like, doing it on, like, Did you when you started off, I mean, you know, when teachers started off, you know, there wasn't, like, tablets and things you can, like illustrate on you know did you start on <laughs> in the uh, ancient we had, we had stone tablets you know and chisels and shit and we just chisel
1: right out there you know <laughs> yeah it's all right no but you
0: know, no, but you know what i mean right now before you know you have to like do so many lines and now they have programs that kind of like make all the lines smooth for you right you know what yeah. i mean things like that right so did you start off fools on, of like, lucifer cheaters
2: the first, <laughs> I think the first painting I actually remember doing was a whole, was just a skateboard and I masking taped off the whole thing just with shitty, like, slim-ass masking tape. So that took long enough in itself. <laughs> Drew out a Bob Marley single-layered stencil and then all these rusty colored waves and I thought that was cool as fuck when I was 13. And that was the, that was the first painting I remember doing. So. Nice, uh, nice. Yeah, and that's basically where I started and then Photoshop came about.
0: Oh, there you go. See, see, it's like a natural progress. I feel just feel like, um when when younger artists it's like they already have just kidding too
1: man anything you can use as a tool you know as an artist give it a shot you know what i mean
0: because some people yeah some people are really good at like photoshop and illustrator and things like that but you know they didn't really get the opportunity to do the physical kind of like painting with paintbrushes and that's definitely like two separate skills man i mean theory is similar i would say you, you know but like would you say so jacob
2: yeah definitely yeah in theory it's the exact same but as soon as you get to actually paint it changes the story real quick because it's like on photoshop you can erase your mistake pretty easily with painting it's going to take fucking ages
0: (laughs) in photoshop you can always control z undo man like you you know what i mean and then just be like all right i fucked that up sometimes that can
2: be a curse
1: you know what i mean because then you start second guessing and then you just never get it done because you start going backwards you know, one of the good things about an actual painting is
2: you keep going forward. Yeah, and I find with actually painting, if you fuck it up, it gives you a good lesson in itself because it's like, oh, don't do that again. Just try and find something else. And, and that each time you screw it up, take a lesson from it and move forward.
0: I like that, teach. That's pretty profound, man. It keeps on <laughs> going forward, man. Like, I, I never really thought about it that way. Like, you, you know what I mean? I, yeah, but I like that. It's one of the reasons
1: why I thought, you know, computers were the tools of lucifer <laughs> that was the first thing thought I ever had about them when i saw these you know programs and illustrating all this shit you could do with it i was man this is bullshit man god damn it i spent all this time learning all this shit with my actual hands you know and you can go backwards you can go forward, and i'm like but oh, wait a second yeah that could be kind of a curse i don't want to go backwards it's you you almost unlearn sometimes when you do that you know
0: it's kind of like um, a out of the flow too, like what you're saying is you have a creative flow and you just keep going. You just keep on like pressing yeah. that creative juice, and then like you know if there's a mistake, it's a lot, lot easier out. for me
1: to stay in a flow going that direction.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and I, you're you're right. I, to be honest, I never really thought about that way. See, Jacob, what, meant- <laughs> what
1: was it like for the um when when the pandemic hit over there for you? What was that like?
0: um
2: It happened really fast because I was in Melbourne for a show over there, and flew back and just as we get back, it was just full noise where everybody had to go into lockdown and all of that. And so literally not allowed to leave the house unless you're going for a walk just around the block and you'd have to be masked up, everything like that. And nobody really knew what was going on. I was quite fortunate that just across the road from where I was staying at the time, there's a skate park. And then just around the corner there was yeah, so I'd just go and skate for, for my exercise. And then um, there was this like this old what do you call it here like rental place storage units type things and that's where my studio was at the time so I'd quickly duck off and there's no cards or anything I'd just go and stay there the whole day and paint and do everything so it kind of right, so you were able to stay active with your artwork then yeah it was just getting supplies was the hardest part because couldn't really order anything so I was kind of lucky I stopped up just before I went to Melbourne my...
0: Jeez,
2: Jeez, man mm. so I mean were there
0: like how were were there like quote-unquote lockdowns and like how were the yes, mass- big time lockdown i think
2: the first one was i think it was four or five weeks i can't remember exactly and then last year we had another one um after we had been all sweet and everything just yeah, out of the blue we had to get another lockdown that was
0: two and a half or three weeks But we yeah. we, we was- heard in the news like really high praises of like how you guys were able to kind of like keep it from coming in and, and stuff like that, you know. Well, yeah, I you-
2: think we heard that, but yeah, it's I don't know during those lockdowns, I don't know if it's the smartest idea because it's there now, and how many businesses went under. How many people suffer because of not being able to go to work?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. You know, you know, I mean, that's what we want to get it from the. But dude, New Zealanders <laughs> are
2: badass, man. They could probably
1: most of them have immune to you know COVID. Probably, man. They're just badass motherfuckers, man. <laughs>
0: yeah. New Zealanders,
1: Australians, they're just badasses,
0: man. And they're beautiful people too, man. For some reason, they just like like I always say, man, criminals were hotter, so like better looking people, man, like and they just shipped them off to one part of the world man like you know what I mean you look at Australians and New Zealanders you're like what the fuck man like they're all like models and shit dude like yeah, you know what I mean stuff there.
2: <laughs> Jacob what kind of skateboarding do you do uh, I just I haven't really skated in a long time but well in a couple of years now but um it was more like bowls half pipe tried my hands straight but yeah it was too ballsy at doing the rails and stuff like that it's just more of a bit of fun to get out of the house and catch up with mates throughout high school That was probably the best way of doing it it's you happy. ever get any really uh any bad injuries i uh, slipped my shin a couple of times which is about as bad as it gets so just a couple of stitches there but i never really hurt myself too bad and then yeah never broken a bone until last year and that was I've done a lot of dumb shit my time and fallen over, done heads different stuff, and never broke a bone until my 21st birthday. Yes. So, about how long
1: would you say you, you skateboarded? About how many years?
2: Oh, I would have started it when I was probably six and then went quite hard at it till I was 17. Wow.
1: Yeah I, loved,
2: yeah, I loved skateboarding. That was cool.
1: And my son likes it too. Um, and unfortunately, he's. he's um, kind of almost good you know and so he's wanting to do like all these ollies and kickflips and stuff like that and he just you know it's taking him a little bit longer than um he would like it to of course he is frustrated and everything and it's, it's kind of hard sometimes watching him you know get all frustrated and everything and i'm like son look you know um if you're not enjoying yourself then you know why why, why do you want to put yourself through this you know when you get older all these bangs and bruises and times you're falling on your ass it's gonna come back on you. That shit hurts when you get older too. Okay, it's like it gets you twice. Yeah. Um, but so Where you said you're not. Yeah, you I'm skateboarded on. in about two years now. What what made you decide to kind of start laying off of it?
2: Well, since I started doing art full time, I was like, it'd "Be my luck, I'll fall over and snap my right hand." And then it's like, "Where's the income coming from?" And all of that. So I thought about it in a kind of smart way. Yeah. Hey. So That's smart, great. man. Breaking the one finger I need, so that was kind of a near.
0: <laughs> you don't want to be falling. I'm a, I'm a painter, like
1: you, you yeah. know what I mean.
0: <laughs> falling, yeah. on, falling on, on. Well, yeah, you know, my cool.
1: son is playing. Uh, he's got his baseball season. It's actually his first game is this Saturday. Okay. And he's he's really good at baseball, but he's getting to where he kind of doesn't want to play anymore. Mm. And. You know, it's, it's almost like with anything. Some of the best actors, some of the best baseball players will never play professional baseball just because they don't want to. Yeah. My son can knock the shit out of the ball. He's good <laughs> at fielding and everything. He's got a really strong arm. Um, but What does
0: he not like about it?
1: You need all these other kids in order to be able to play it. Mm.
0: He doesn't you like know? it along with and he kids. loves
1: skateboarding because just- you don't need anybody, you know? you just go off by yourself and do your own thing and do however long you want to do it, do whatever the fuck you want to do. Yeah. And I get it. You know, I totally get it. And I'm, you know what, <laughs> to be honest with you, I'm totally okay if he quits playing baseball because right now these games are fucking torture to watch, man. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, they're in the, the part where they're, they're just, you know, they're starting to pitch, you know, and, and they're, <laughs> they're the games, you know, you think they're you're, you're winning and all of a sudden your bad pitcher goes in and walks like 12 kids, you know, and three runs come in. You're just like, God, Oh my God. Just can we end the game now, please? It's just, uh, for me, I used to play baseball and I used to be kind of a good pitcher, you know? So for someone like me to watch this is just nerve wracking. So, um, but I'll do it for my son. I'll help him do whatever he wants to do if he wants to play baseball, does, but luckily he's kind of getting out of
0: it. When does little league end usually? us, non-parents, um,
1: there's dude. There's all different levels.
0: You know? just go into like, like, hopefully, he's just is... going to a
1: higher level. You know, like the next level.
0: Actually, you know, um, what, I he's know in some...
1: majors right now. Majors for kids. He's like 11 and a half, so I think in majors is 11 and 12 year olds, 13 and 14 year olds is juniors, and then it goes. I think um, Pony League, Colt League, and then Triple A, and then Pro
0: yeah i know some guys like actually like in maybe jacob's age that are playing like baseball like in the minor leagues or whatever you, you, you know what i mean probably triple
1: a or, or semi pro there's or some, also so, so there's, so there's, there's like also club a, baseball dude there's a whole league of just club baseball where they make good money to play baseball and it's not the pros or anything okay
0: hmm. that's good so who who watches this though or is it just the that's what i fans? wonder
1: dude i wonder about that shit I'm like how what who's got the money to pay in that i've never even seen this shit but there is there are channels. I mean, dude, you got YouTube's got every single fucking channel
0: mm. of everything there is in the world out there. You know, I'm doing um, crazy shit too. You know, actually, this weekend I was uh, having a vacation and um, I I watched on the TV cornhole. Man, you know what cornhole is, Jacob? no nah, uh, well, the nine rings a bell, but I can't. Okay, it's basically just throwing a. Hold on, I gotta bring this up because it, it pictures. Oh, is that music? Is it no? Uh, yeah. No, no. no. Cornhole it's cornhole. is just when you take a sack and then you just throw it. The and, little big things like yeah, 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 exactly You know what it is? Like a lawn game? <laughs> yeah, this was on ESPN, man. Okay, the, this. Oh this my god! Game, you know what You're I mean? Fucking and kidding me? They actually <laughs> had. <laughs> and, and you know, it was fucking exciting, man. These guys were so good. They were just like, you know, twelve in a row, man. Like you, you know what I mean? Like oh shit.
1: damn these guys been spending they got way too much time on their hands yeah
0: well i mean there's corporate sponsors you know what i mean there's like oh come on fuck you no seriously (laughs) man jacob
1: um james over here uh one of his uh pastimes is
0: music
2: what kind of music do you like uh i kind of dip my toes into everything i like rap mostly though um and then it'll be rock
0: you're a big (laughs) g-swirl fan yeah nice man i mean you know that kid died too early man uh, but yeah, he had sure. he had no chance man i mean like to be honest like i yeah, talked it
2: into existence but um it kind of got yeah is yeah, your son
0: into cool. juice world teach or is he not old enough for that yet what is that juice <laughs> 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 he's just a rapper he, he, you know what i mean i find that my friend's kids a lot of them uh like like his stuff here let me see if i could ch- uh, jacob did a stencil of him so that's why I was uh, asking him if he if he liked it, but oh. so you, so you're kind of into the the whole like uh you know Aesop Rocky, uh, I see some Tupac yeah. in there. Okay, so you like the old school stuff too, man? Like yeah, I like the whole
2: thing. I wouldn't just say uh, I listen to the new age rap and stuff. I see, I uh, see. Cool, man. Like the mix of it, and then yeah, obviously like rock, and then indie music, like the Australian and New Zealand kind kind of style Who? of music.
0: Who's like a big indie Australian band right now that we probably haven't heard of here? Um, the one I was listening to today is Ocean Alley. Ocean Alley, okay. Ocean Alley. I want to write yeah. that down because I always love getting uh, music from other people around. Because uh, you know, you know. Oh, here's Juice World Teach. finally. This is a. Uh, is this a stencil or what is this acrylic?
2: Yeah, that's stencil. Oh, very cool. That was a quick one I did when he um, passed away because I was like, I was halfway through making it and then yeah, he passed away.
0: Oh man. We had timing yeah 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 man that, that's uh but like i said it's just like it's such a tragedy if you haven't seen the hbo documentary of juice world uh, i highly recommend it it made me appreciate him as an artist like way more just to be like so vulnerable as a rapper man like it's just that, that, uh, that, that,
2: that people kind of just take the past those kind of like want everything from you yeah
0: yeah. Yeah. You know, I think it's just like a lot of these kids, they have no guidance, man. And, uh, you know, they have a lot of friends and they have a lot of people around them that are telling them that they're dope. And then at the end of the day, it's like, hey, those are the people coming to the shows, too. That's why you have packed houses, yeah. you know You know what I mean? And you're just surrounded and, you know, you never really have an opportunity to actually be alone to um, grow. Sometimes I feel like you need those moments where you're alone to actually grow as an artist, too. You know, if you're always surrounded by so much like love you're making cool shit and everybody's digging it you know what i mean but like a,
1: a coddled artist turns into a piece of shit basically
0: mm. <laughs> well, i mean hey you gotta get uh, out there and put yourself through some
1: shit you know what i mean you gotta go through some hard times um not all the time mind you you know <laughs> but uh it's good to get off the beaten path and um try things you've never tried before and then maybe no one's ever tried before
2: you know hey, my life. Uh, Yeah, like i like that just there's definitely shit that happens in everybody's life that definitely make for it's a good story whether you're painting you're singing you're doing anything it's definitely hard times to tell a great story in the
0: end yeah hey um you know what i'm flipping through your uh, instagram and i noticed that you did a uh apprenticeship with uh Findeck, right so yeah, was, uh, can you tell us a little bit about because you know i love to find out about these like World famous artist that like I don't even know if it's a guy or a girl, man. Like you, you know, fit, <laughs> fit, this guy, this guy. Yep. Okay, I, th- there you go. You, you know, but I know his style because I see him everywhere I travel to. Uh, um, you, you know what I mean? Has has a cool, these cool things over the, the eyes, man. How was it like working with him?
2: That was awesome because that was just after I'd come back from the family holiday in L.A. So just sort of started getting to art that um brung all these different artists over from around the world and started painting all these walls and all the younger kids got paired with the artists and i was thankful i got paired with him because he was fucking like, epic but yeah it was epic to see that like, his style and how he does everything the way just like he articulates his message throughout these masks and the way he gets up there and stuff it was just awesome
0: what is, is it, the, what is the what is like the deal with the masks like I mean like uh, you know, you know I mean for me it always looked like kind of like a kabuki makeup kind of thing. oh you mean
1: on his pieces not that he wears the the pieces that he paints yeah,
0: yeah. on the pieces that he uh, uh paints for those of you
2: who are just listening
0: yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, um that's yeah I think that's something you have to work out for yourself here to you know, he keep it very hush hush and I don't know if he's ever told too many people about that it's kind of don't um. Yeah, not too sure, but it's obviously his thing now. He's okay. Kind of How weird. long
0: did this uh, take him to do? And what did you help him with do on that day?
2: I got through the feathers and stuff. So at the very top, um, that's actually wood that they've attached to the building. So I got to spray all those and then did some of the clouds. And then I was basically on the roller for the background. That was <laughs> mainly the buff. Um, but no, it was... Cool, so I got to help with all that stuff and then just kind of sit in the sizzle lift and watch them do it, just see different techniques and things. And I definitely think that that's the
1: best kind of uh, best way to learn right there. As sure. far as I'm concerned, I'm, you know, I'm, better I'm, than any art school or anything like that. It's uh, to be able to go out with the artist and actually watch them do it
2: definitely yeah if somebody just like telling me how to do stuff it just instantly I'm zoned out I can't really focus on it and then when I'm watching somebody do something it's oh fuck right okay that's how we can do it yeah visual learning's definitely my way of doing things nice
0: interesting man I mean um I'm reading just from I don't. I don't know. You. You can find out like why he paints the mask. Uh, I'm always. I got a question for
1: you, Jacob. Um, you got any uh, any shows you like watching? Like any kind of uh, either YouTube or TV shows or anything like that? YouTube channels.
2: Uh, YouTube channels. is probably only I've never really been into watching like vloggers or anything like that. But um, you're not in into
0: like... watching people open stuff. That you <laughs> <have>? <laughs> that's not. <for> me. <laughs> I think it's one of them. Unboxing. Yeah, unboxing. <laughs> look at <laughs> that. I know
1: what it is. Isn't that fucking
0: ridiculous? <laughs> well, your kids must watch those, that's why, right? I mean, it's pretty popular. Unboxing. Probably. Right? <laughs> Anyways, okay. go ahead, Jacob.
2: Uh this these two's got two guys from Australia called the Inspired Unemployed. So they're just like two comedians that kind of just take the piss out of everything on the moment in the world. So it's yeah, I find them really funny because they just go they get paid to go around and do all this bunch it like they got this thing with obus so they get to travel around and just do these weird deers and stuff. I found that quite good. And that's probably the only thing on YouTube I've ever watched of somebody else's life. But <laughs> yeah I I find that stuff usually quite ridiculous when people sit there for hours on end listening to other people speak about their own lives and
0: like, like this podcast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, not
0: like that. Like the
2: talking about more unboxings and this clothing brand. Well, you, a, you know, like I said, it's, it's sometimes wow.
0: people, I, I actually used to feel that way too, but you know what? Sometimes people, uh, they feel lonely and, uh, you know, this could be yeah. like their only friend, For in sure. a sense. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? But hey, just real quick, dude, I don't want to leave the audience hanging because I actually found out why he paints, uh, you know, traditional like oh, yeah. Pindak actually. So basically um, he often paints inspired by traditions such as Kabuki, ceremonial dressing, in which these women is engaged. His interest is however not superficial or thoughtless in his illustration. These women uh, reframes racial and sexual stereotypes surrounding them and basically crafting them as intellectual beings instead of, uh, y- you know, as objects basically. So there's like a deeper meaning to that. And, uh, you know, I just learned something today about a cool artist yeah. I like, see all around the world, man. You, you know, so uh, yeah, man, super so, cool. Definitely have some
1: cool pieces here in LA, man.
0: Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. Well yeah man, so what are your plans now for the next three months now that you're here uh, in LA, man? I mean uh just um,
2: keep painting and catching up with people. I went done a couple of studio visits and then going to Punk Me Tender's show after this, which will be quite cool because he's always been someone I've looked at like fuck that's pretty cool what it does. Oh cool, yeah, tape, we do so can keen as to go and check out that show yeah. Which show up. is that? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you.
0: The punk me tender. Music,
2: oh yeah yeah so he's doing his like nft launch after uh, tonight so apparently it's like full proper canvas show as well though so pretty canvas nice. at yeah. Nice, and then um i've got a few more murals and stuff called, uh sorted out and a few collabs and things so kind of as soon as you do one thing there's, there's that roll in effect again just keeps uh, things just keep happening so that's cool
0: as an artist that nice. comes here to visit man like is la like a really important city for art i mean to, to you i mean obviously you know you come back like quite a bit but like you, you know is it like you know how do you view it as coming from uh you know new zealand basically yeah definitely
2: like if you walk down the street in melrose there's just art everywhere which is fucking wicked it's just cool because it's not these dull boring buildings it's got life to them and that life's constantly changing because somebody would go over something and is something new. It's always like, evolving. I think that's quite cool. But I also, the reason I keep getting drawn back to the city is just how fast it is. There's just like thousands of people coming towards you. It kind of gives you this urge just to, like you're going to work harder if you want to make anything in your life because there's a shit ton of other people that want to do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, I like, don't like that urge because you kind of get complacent at home in New Zealand. It's just, uh,
0: that's really interesting, man. Yeah, no, totally, because I feel like um that's something that people in la we actually take for granted that there is so much competition and with like other artists surrounding you you actually strive to be better and you're like oh that guy did that fuck dude like <laughs> well dude it's
1: just like i was talking about with baseball and you know and people that, that want to do it or whatever Man, you know it could it comes down to your hustle you know how much are you gonna hustle you hustle hard enough you're gonna do a hell of a lot better than uh, than if you don't
2: yeah definitely yeah, and, uh, if you put the work in, you're going to get something
0: out of it. So. Yeah, man. I, I, lo- I love it because, like, you know, I feel like young people, they get, like, such a bad rap for, like, not working hard and things like that. But look 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 here, man. Look, We have Jacob here, come all the way from New Zealand, man, talking about hustling in the art game, man. Like, <laughs> you know, I mean, possibly one of the hardest games to hustle in, man. Like, you know what I mean? Well, man, he's already
1: doing one thing right here, which makes artists more interesting, is when they go outside of the country that they're from, you know? Like uh, – you know me being here in, in la you know i'm a i'm a california well i'm actually a an, an artist originally from florida that's in california now What the fucking do you know what i mean um <laughs> but if i was over in australia here's an american artist in australia you know yeah, Los that's Angeles. A fuckload more interesting and then here <laughs> we have jacob from new zealand you know uh currently in la that's a fuckload more interesting man so you're already doing the right thing man nice. um so just there's not, uh there's not those kind man. of places
0: in uh not, not like a Melrose area where there's like an arts district in um New Zealand or I mean in, in the area where you're from.
2: Uh, not in the area that I that I'm from. No, there's nothing really like that. Uh, there's no kind of have
0: you ever been to Auckland?
2: Yeah, I've been to Auckland a few times. What's yeah. that like? It's cool. It's yeah, it's kind of similar to here, like there's just a lot it's kind of just spread out over a, a long area, but um, are so, there like any art districts or anything like that
0: not that i know of
2: i haven't really been there to paint yet
0: um, maybe maybe not an art district like how la is an art district right they probably have some uh, nice nobody's like,
1: got an art district like la
0: yeah <laughs> yeah you know you know i mean there. i've I'm, I'm just taken a look at top 10 uh you know auckland attractions there's some art stuff but like i said i i think uh you know at the end of the day if you compare it to what we have here in los angeles like we are very very blessed you know i mean like about in the sky tower area that's what they're saying There's, there's like yeah. you know some stuff yeah, there's but a uh, few murals you know. and stuff
2: around there but it's not like yeah, yeah. It, it, oh yeah
0: it, exactly yeah but have it's, you those been to any other like,
1: countries other than than the u.s and, and new zealand and, and australia what other countries have you been to uh
0: i've been
2: to like vietnam thailand oh shit um, what the fuck I'm, you doing there Ah, uh, a, a lot closer, that wasn't man. Holidays. That was painting. That was just yeah, holidays. So that was before, obviously pre COVID. Um, go yeah, I think but, yeah, Thailand, Vietnam. Um, but to like Rarotonga and those islands because they're quite close to New Zealand and Australia. And yeah, that's about. Man,
0: country. I mean, I-, I always aspire to go to uh, you know that your region of the world man i mean you know but uh it's just so goddamn far man yeah, yeah. the flight
2: the throw me around for a couple of days and i arrived sorry
0: you gotta stay well, dude the- we've
2: been to fucking shanghai i mean well, come well, on. That,
0: that's like an 11-hour flight man we're talking like 17 hours man like you know I mean? no, you definitely- go the other way it was oh. it was around 17- 17 <laughs> just kidding man i don't know what the fuck i'm
2: talking about i mean how could it be that far it's crazy yeah it's fucking nuts yeah man that's what i'm saying it's just it's
0: you know, yeah. so when you're talking like, hey, go. To th- even when I went to Thailand, man, it was like, uh, like 17 hours, man, and like I was just like, I, I, you had to stop somewhere, you know. And for this one, you, you just go straight, man. Like, you, yeah. you know, they have like beds and shit on the plane, man. It's it's like crazy. Dude. Like Auckland, yeah, I, you know,
2: go from like, I don't know Christchurch to Auckland, stay there for three hours waiting for the next flight, and then out of here. I think that that three hours is the worst though, just kind of sitting around doing absolute fuck all in a dead airport. There's nobody <laughs> there plane. <laughs>
0: what was right, it like man.
1: when you first got here this past time like how long did it take you to adjust the jet lag and everything um, And then how
0: many fucking people there are here compared in comparison right <laughs> yeah no that's
2: amazing how many people are, the differentiation that's crazy that's just it's like, still a shit ton of people but no one it's not just last
0: time i mean if you ever go to china it's way more people right teach that's that's <laughs> like even, even more people but i mean comparison like uh to new zealand i'm sure la is already like just like, you know, you can already tell the volume of people is just like, you know, people are a commodity here. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, we, we don't give a fuck. Like, you know, <laughs> there's traffic. Yeah. Everybody's like pissed off because the traffic, everybody's an asshole. But I'm, I'm, I'm really happy that you're still able to, uh, like I said, keep it positive, man, and keep coming back, man. It's really yeah. you know, inspiring, yeah. man. Yeah, I was getting a bit over
2: sitting in New Zealand. It was just getting a bit painful just doing the same shit for nearly two years because you can't leave. So, uh, that's, yeah um, man i feel sorry for everyone that's like i was lucky enough to get to travel at 18 19 and things that everybody now that's just spent their kind of traveling years once they before they go to uni um like sitting around because they can't go anywhere
0: did you did you did i don't think you
2: mean, answered me how long did it take you to adjust to the jet lag when you got here uh it's probably three three or four days just <laughs> like, what a young
1: like, fucker man god three, damn four, it took me like a week and a half and then it'd be so, time to go
2: back home and it'd be like, Burr! "I had to buy some sleep pills and earplugs tonight and see if that helps me though." because I usually suck at getting to sleep anyway, even at home. But yeah, the last night it's like the land is staring at the roof.
0: Just like, what well, you know, weed is know legal that. here, man, so you can always smoke yeah, beer. yeah. I was <laughs> like, uh, I'm
2: more of a beers person but...
0: <laughs> for sure, man. I'm one of those,
1: sure. those uh, gummy bears with this stuff in it, and you just be yeah, on back to sleep. What do you, man?
0: It's been awesome hanging out with you today, man, and I look forward to kicking it in person while you're here, man. Drop
1: your social and how people can best get in touch with you if they're
2: interested in uh, supporting your work. Yes, my Instagram is the strange design. If you understand that one, yeah, that the strange design—that's definitely the best way to get in contact with me or drop me a message, follow, believe it, if you want to see my.
0: Yeah, we'll post up the uh, your your socials on the uh, Instagram. To, I mean, on the uh rss view as well too man but uh thank you so much for hanging out with today oh, you, cheers. Thanks for me. Okay. and uh you know like i said we look forward to kicking with you in person having a beer or something like that too man all right oh yeah no perfect oh yeah man uh, cheers guys thanks again uh, man yeah. so uh to the audience uh follow us at pttp show leave us a review on itunes and thank you everyone for hanging out with us love you guys take care and peace Oh, at LA Art. Gallery. Check out the shop as I'm a teacher's original artwork, some stickers, and also other merch coming at you from some of the guests on our show. Thank you very much. Peace. Peace.